to Change the Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Got an awesome show planned tonight. Tonight we're going to be talking about something that, you know, I've been thinking about, you know, because just talking with, listening to myself, talking to different friends. What about when your kids don't follow your vision, okay? And that's why, you know, we want to have a great show about that. Y'all got to excuse me. My sister bought me this scotch called Monkey Shoulder. <laughs> I think this shouldn't be named Gorilla Shoulder. <laughs> Wow. Whoa. Man, like I said, I seen one of my old platoon sergeants, man, on TikTok drinking it. Man, I should have known. Gasoline in the bottle. God, dog. That's your cool. Woo. Them old Wild West saloons. Hey, Gary Aaron. God, dog. This really is a fire water. But, um. When you said God, that's right. That shit woke me up. Shout out to Monkey Shoulder. Motherfucker show this on the camera night. God, dog. Woo. Hey, before we get started, say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Lab. What's going on, brother? Another Thursday around the corner. Hey, man. Hey, man. Rocking and rolling. I also give a big shout out to Slick316. Uh, I think I'm having some technical difficulty with the Instagram, brother. Still saying check and connection. What you think? Really? Yeah, close. You know what? Let let's let's get through this. We're gonna do it. We wanna do it right. Let's see. This one the problem last week too. Matter of fact, I'm connected to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, we wanna make sure we got everybody get opportunity to get in on the discussion tonight. Again, tonight we're talking about. What happens when your kids don't follow your vision? Okay, you done sat down as a parent, you know, held them from the cradle, and you just tell them <laughs> that little lie, I'm gonna give you the world, I'm gonna do everything for you. Right. And you make all them sacrifices and this fool, go out and just do something, what the hell? You know, just that what the hell? Right. And you just wanna know like wh what caused it? Was something you what did, caused? they did, and everything. And I think most parents have had different moments. You may not necessarily be, it might be a different degree, let me uh -huh. see if I can change the Wi-Fi. It might be a different degree of the what the hell, but everybody has some, excuse me, some shape, form, or fashion of the what the hell, you know, with their kids and stuff. Because unless you just totally, uh, excuse me, it's saying I don't have a connection. God damn. Hold I got to guess. Let me check the what the hell. Okay. And, um, but I, I think, um, We've all had them kind of moments mm -hmm. with that and everything, but I just think that uh, it, it, it's worth having the discussion tonight because far too often a lot of us have sat there and just said, man, I tried to do this, I tried to do that, and uh, they just didn't follow the blueprint. Right. And a lot of times, you know, by them getting off track or us getting off track, life changes. The uh, the, the product or the, the actual end result that we may have vision with our little child and what we have when they're an adult might be something totally different, mm -hmm. you know. But um, I just want to welcome everybody to the show. I don't know what's going I'm on. I'm going to get it from you one second. Okay. I'm checking to make sure all these working right. Okay. Mm. Now, um, we're starting everything up, you know, we we'll, you know, do it like we normally do each week. First, I want to um, please excuse my tardiness. I had to make a stop at mom's. Just make sure things were fine there. So, please excuse my tardiness. But... Uh, just rehash the previous week, guys. You know we are still in the pandemic. You know, like I always say, uh, make sure you're being safe. Practice uh, uh, social distancing skills. Do all the things you learned in pre-K. Uh, wash your hands. You know, keep your hands to yourself. Uh, cover your mouth when you sneeze. All that good stuff. Uh, make, you know, 
be safe, be safe, be safe. Um, if you feel like getting your vaccine, um, uh, go ahead and get it. If you don't feel like getting it, uh, just figure it out. <laughs> okay. In the meantime, but uh, the next thing is this is something I'm super, super excited about. I'm sorry, lad. Okay. We gotta open up. We gotta open it up for you. Sorry, y'all. The the next thing I want to get, and this is this is super exciting. I want to say this. You know, on my sister channel, Mr. Short Dollar Finance Channel, we reached 3,000 subscribers yesterday. So I want to give a big shout out to all of us. Me, <laughs> me first of all, all my family out here at Misfits Radio, Misfits Media, all you guys, big thank you for everything. I mean, hell, like we said, Project 4000. We, we trying to, Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, bro, hey. Stay on the stay on Stay on course. I'm on the way. It's 33 now. It's 33, yo. Yeah. So, hell, I think we can hit four for the end of the month. Exactly. I, I, I don't see why the hell not. Why not? I don't see why the hell. You keep doing what I, uh, what I do best. Big. Tell, 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 <laughs> tell, tell what you do best. Tell how to get money. Yeah, but, nah, but it's, it's been great, man. I just want to tell everybody I appreciate our love and support uh, with Mr. Short Dollar. We're helping us get everything on track. I appreciate you guys so much for doing that. But, yeah, man, 3,000 subscribers, man. And, it's been it, it's been coming, man, and it's been coming slowly but surely. I've been working hard. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give myself some damn credit for it. But we've been uh, okay, thanks. Uh, I've been working hard on it, man, and you know, it's one of the things that uh, YouTube is funny. You know, when it, when it's good for you, it's good for you. When it ain't good for you, it ain't good for yeah, you. It seems like it's a super pest for man to to organically grow. Uh, the channel the way we've had to be able to do it man i'm super i'm, I'm super proud of myself i'm super proud of all of us there we go we like <laughs> instagram is with us now that's right but again uh the next thing is we remind you guys you know i'm going to count it by profession i own the company majestic business services well we're small shops small um uh a, a store for small business uh i'm about to lose a business service program, one stop one shop, shop, one stop shop for small businesses. <laughs> Can you tell the brother been working too hard? Like last said, a one stop shop for small businesses. Uh, you know we do tax tax prep, bookkeeping, payroll, consulting. We're in the middle of tax season. That's really why I'm swamped right now. I mean, uh, shout out to me, man. Awesome, awesome tax season. Man. Why not? Awesome tax season, brother. I mean, hell, I bust my tail. That's when you do it right. Yeah, you work hard and you don't try to underhand nobody. Mm. It pays off. <laughs> hey, Things going well, man. Things go well. So I'm real support. Appreciative of all the love and support that I got from everybody. But um, yeah, man, it's tax season. We're doing pretty good and everything. So uh just want to keep it up. You know, I was riding over here, I was going through my little uh prior year client list. Mm -hmm. You know, just hey man, where the hell yet? Right. <laughs> come on through. <laughs> so if you haven't come, come on through. And last uh, guys, remember to make sure you uh you look whatever your platform you're looking at, make sure you join the email list. Go to uh, Mr. Short Dollar. You can look on also on uh, the Facebook page. Join the email list so we can make sure you guys stay updated all the future information, all the different uh, items and events and other info that we got coming down the pipe. Make sure you do that, okay? Listen, guys, as always, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Change the Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Subscribe to the uh, uh, Facebook page on the same name, Change the Live. Subscribe to the TikTok page on the same name, Change the Live. And follow me on Instagram at Deontay underscore 77. A lot of great ways to find us. And also when you want to get your, you know, I'm going to change your lives. We talk about 
motivation, personal development, professional development, family, parenting, all that great stuff. But once you get enough of that, go to Mr. Short Dollar so you can get your finance and your money together. Right. Okay? Right. Same, same handle on all them same platforms as well. Now, here's the deal. We're going to get into tonight's show, right? Tonight's show, we're talking about when your kid doesn't follow your vision, right? And it's kind of like all of us as parents. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we sit here and do a lot of stuff for our children. And and like I said, I think every parent has had some shape, form, or fashion where you do certain things, you make sacrifices, be right. it your time, be it your money, uh, to make sure certain things get done. Mm-hmm. And so many times, we forget that our children have something called a brain. Right. And that brain at three, four, three to five is going to be totally different when it gets 19 to 21. Mm-hmm. And we don't anticipate that, so we make decisions and sacrifices for a whole different brain. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a whole, set, whole different set of interests. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times parents, it's a funny time for a lot of parents. Even prior to that 19 to 21, let's go to that 14 to 16. 16, yeah. You know, when they're quote unquote finding themselves. <laughs> smelling themselves. Right, smelling themselves. Yeah, yeah. We all done. Mm. We all been there. Absolutely. And a lot of times parents will sit here and go through them times with their kids and have them conversations about, you know, this is what I want you to do. And y'all going this, y'all going to all the practices, y'all mm-hmm. going. You know, going to piano lessons, y'all doing the recitals and everything. Right. And then they get to high school, like, look, man, I want to play basketball. Mm-hmm. No, hell you don't. <laughs> I uh, spent $22,000 yeah. on football. <laughs> and what can you do? Not really. I mean, you, you see, that's, our, that's the, I think that be, that, that, that's our problem. A lot of times we see our kids doing things and we think they're doing great things because why we're biased, for one. They're our children. Mm-hmm. So, they may be running the 440 at, you know, two minutes, and we see 22 seconds. So we think they are just the greatest thing on earth. Mm-hmm. So we're making all these plans for them to be a track star, and they, when they, they're only doing track because we want them to. And then as soon as they get to 13, 14, 15, they decide, I don't want to do track. I want to be a ballerina. Yeah. <laughs> but you already spent $600 on track shoes. Yeah, then you know I paid you didn't pay the dues up. Yeah. You paid everything. I be like, I'm paying it up. We ain't gonna worry about it. He on track team. No, he don't yeah. want to do track no more. All on your Facebook page. Well, you yeah. know what, lad? That's funny you say that. Now that's the dose of people that's not really on reality. They right. sit down looking at it and they, they posting these things and they looking and it's not there. And people try to tell them it's not there. And the kid may be. It's the difference between being okay and great. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, parents. Uh, are stuck on great. Grandparents are pretty cool with okay, mm-hmm. just fun. Right. And I just think just a different lens where, you know, with, with, with certain things. And I just want to sometimes do uh, do people be realistic about no. uh, uh, about what their kids and stuff. Not their children. They don't. They are not realistic about their children. We we just not that way. We we. We've all we we've been taught to encourage, so we always encourage, and we think that one, one, you know, what I'm saying unencouraging word may shatter their shatter their hopes and dreams. So we don't say too many unencouraging words to them. Whereas granddaddy come in and say, "He sound terrible." <laughs> you be like, "Pop, don't say that about he he doing he he working on." It. No, 
He might not need to play the piano. He might need to do something else. <laughs> you know something funny? I remember when uh, PJ, my second son, had to track me. He was probably about eight or nine years old. Uh-huh. And he came. My mama, she hardly ever come to the kids. She come here, Blue Moon. She's she great-grandmother. Right. But she hardly came to extracurricular stuff. So she came to tra- PJ's track me. And PJ was out there to track me. I mean, you, you think PJ was like, damn, you know, uh, uh, Usain Bolt. <laughs> he had the starting line stretching. Right, right. And, and, and Doing all yeah, all hey, that. Grandma there. You got yeah, okay, okay, grandma like, oh, okay, look at PJ, look right, at PJ. Right, Man, that damn gun went off. You thought PJ running backwards. <laughs> <laughs> right. And keep in mind, I got this damn no sympathy ass mama. Shout out, Mama. I know you're probably watching the show. Right. She's like, PJ, what the hell is a race over? What the hell wrong with you? It's hot as hell out here. You coming in last? <laughs> ain't no good job. Ain't no good. Ain't no, ain't no, hell. You did oh, all right. Hell no. You'll get them next hell time. No. It's hot as hell sitting on this concrete. <laughs> and that's what they supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot as hell sitting on the concrete waiting on you. You ain't in. You stretching like you finna win. <laughs> Now that's the that's the cut right there. You stretch it like you go win. <laughs> oh Lord! But you know, realistically, you know, I was just like, cool, you know. But I guess now, from my lens, uh, being a father of four, and been through it with, with, with different kids, I'm a, I understand, especially with a sport like track. That's, uh, you know, it's a progression sport, uh-huh. and what you're doing at seven and what you're doing at eighteen. Can be night and day, right? Because you got something called puberty, right? And you know, got you know, genetics come in. You know, the kid that was little now he's six three. Uh-huh. The kid that was skinny or chubby now he's muscular. Uh-huh. And the girl that was always kind of killing everybody, eleven to twelve, now she has breasts, hips, and thighs naturally, uh-huh. and she can't run no more, right? Because she's going to attract things flying everywhere. <laughs> right. Sport bra can't hold that stuff in place, right? And it just <laughs> she just naturally got that way, right? And um, yeah, exactly, exactly. And those kind of things, I think a lot of times, you have people like I seen, you know, they've just kind of been crafted out. Um, I wonder a lot of times, you know, as parents, we we, we go through so much. Uh, we're trying to make the best for our kids, uh-huh. and I think the thing that kind of gets us a lot of times, we want them to appreciate. We just say, okay, I did it because I love you. I did it. I love you, but we still want to feel what appreciated. Uh-huh. And I think when things get kind of mixed with that, that's the thing that bothers people. Mm-hmm. I know damn well it bothers me or bothers, you know, has bothered me. You know, you'd be like, I can understand this, the word that didn't change, but you don't need the, how can I put it? Excuse me, you don't need the recognition, but you don't need the uh, the, the automatic denial of the acknowledgement. Right. That's the kind of thing with that. So. I just wanted to kind of, you know, we were thinking of, you know, just in, in terms of thinking of that from a, a parent perspective, like we said, I say so many times, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to make this happen, you do it. Psychologically, I want to kind of go through how it affects everybody in terms of the family, the parent, the kid, you know, mm-hmm. how it strains the relationship and also kind of like, you know, responding to certain things, how you move forward from certain things like that. I got a good story. Okay. All three of my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I, all three of my kids, I put them through military school. Uh huh. So they was in military school. My first one went military school. I said, oh, he finna go to military school. Once he graduate out of military high school, he already gonna be going to the uh, uh, officer's uh, school because he already got rank. You know what I'm saying? He already coming out with rank. Gotcha. 
I said, it's his own. Military, nah. get to college, get the degrees, work the work the system like you're supposed to, come out ready for life. Okay, Man. <laughs> Man, they finished that high school. I ain't seen them since. <laughs> I ain't seen them since. Military school, military? Uh-uh. That did not happen. And I had big dreams. What was the reason why? They just didn't want to do it. I mean, it. anyone on they, they did They just didn't want to go to the military. Really? They just didn't want to go. And I'm, I'm already signed them up. <laughs> I'm already signed on that line for them. They didn't want to go. None of them. And all of them went. You know, it's funny even bring that up, man, because I'm the opposite. I never pushed PJ. He was in the ROTC or anything like that. But he came to me like, hey, Dad, I want to go in the military. And, you know, we went and got talked to the people down at uh, uh, George Military to get that scholarship, you know, down to the, uh, the academy down there. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just never, it never ran across my mind. It never ran across my damn and that's mind. Probably why, I, because you, you didn't say anything to him, so he didn't think it was something. He thought he, he, he knew he was doing it for him, whereas my kids was like, hey, I already went to this. And I you know, it's probably more like I'm grown now, and I don't want to do that. So they didn't do it. And I was kind of disappointed. That kind of hurt my feelings. Yeah. You know how much money I put in <laughs> military school? Hurt my feelings. Like, man. Well, see, the thing the of, return wasn't good. Yeah. It, it, well, see, the thing of it is, is that the, the difficult part about it is a parent, you want to give your kids the whole. Mm-hmm. You give them the whole world. And uh, you don't have a manual. And you can, you can talk to friends and family and get other people's opinions. But again, what we're always forgetting about, that kid got a brain. Uh-huh. Cause your partner can tell you, hey man, just do this, that, and I'm telling you, this is what gonna happen, this is what gonna change. And you be like, shit, they still do something totally different. Uh-huh. Right? You never guaranteed to know what this damn child gonna do. Right. You done made all these sacrifices, put all this money in this, this different stuff. And they be like, damn, they still gonna actually do what they want to do regardless. True. And you sit there like, man, and you get in your feelings, but you getting your feelings because they do what you want to do. You getting your feelings because y'all might agree on it. Mm-hmm. They change their mind. You know, you can hear probably what I heard. You know, that was your decision. Oh. Hey, give a disclaimer. We got any young people. If you ever tell your parent that's your decision, understand that's gonna be the last damn time they gonna make that decision. <laughs> just, just, just a disclaimer. You wanted that. Just, just hey, exactly. <laughs> you wanted that. Understand when you say that <laughs> for the off. rest of your life. <laughs> shit. That decision, never, you'll never get a decision uh, again. again. Yeah, you, no. you never get something, you'll never be able to say, Dad, uh, so what you think about this? Shit. I don't know. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I done heard that one cover for. That was your decision. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. All right. right. Never happen again. <laughs> Never happen again. If right. it ain't pro poochie. Oh hell no. Oh hell no. So not nan time. Nah damn time. Right. I don't give a damn you get a gazillion SARS. Ain't no <laughs> hell no. Hell no. Then and, when then when something bad happened, I can't even ask you what you opinion well, you ain't never say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Figure it out. Right. Figure it out. Get it how you live. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's your decision. Well, let me ask you a question. Sure. And I guess I'm just going to ask you. 
did your parents have, and I know you can say your granddaddy wasn't like, but did he have a vision of what he wanted you to do and you went doing another path, but you chose your own path? Okay, growing, that's, uh, that's a good question. Well, growing up in the 90s, growing up on Bankhead Highway, like, I'm the first one in my family to go to college and everything, and I think that was just cool. I wasn't going to jail selling dope. Okay. So by me going in the Army, they be, see, like, they vis, their vision was so narrow. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you good, whatever, cool. You know, you go down and work, you know, work at the mill and retire. I'm not knocking anything. I'm just saying work this. For the city. Yeah, work for the city. Right. Go in the army. You set for life. Mm-hmm. On out of here, you set for life with a damn thirteen hundred dollar retirement check. But I'm just saying, <laughs> they get a little more money than that. Right. You know, right? But I'm just saying, uh, even with a damn two time already, I'm just saying, at the end of the day, their their uh, uh, uh their vision mm-hmm. was very limited. You know, but but again, it was more so set on with that. You know, just. You know, they like, okay, you're doing something. You ain't right. getting in trouble. I ain't got to worry yeah. about it. So me going in the Army, that was just like, it was cool. <laughs> oh, shit, he was just like, okay. Yeah, that, that was more like, <laughs> Yeah. And even the, uh, the 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 people in the community, you see them like, yeah, I'm getting out of the Army. And what you got in the Army for? Ain't nothing around here. Like, shit, I ain't going to be around here. You know what I'm saying? Like, Damn. I you know, did. You're selling me short. Like, what the hell you think I'm I, capable of? Right. <laughs> But I know they didn't mean no harm. Right. But again, we talk about their their vision, mm-hmm. and it's not a knock because you know you know as, as, as I've got older in life, I'm a firm believer in. Uh, I think everybody's capable of anything, but the difference between the have and have nots, one of them is going to actually move a little differently. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not a right or wrong, but one sees, you know, sees things in front of them. The other one go gets things in front of them. I got you. You know, one of them is an eater and wait to get fed. The other one go out there and hunt. Right, you know, right. And, and, and tell how your mentality is. That's gonna dictate the way you move. I always right. been a hunter, <laughs> and uh, right, uh, a person that don't hunt, they might think Poochie you do too much. Mm-hmm. Poochie, you, you got, you know, you you think you trying to do this? Try, no, nah, that's just how I move. Right, and uh, being raised by them, like I said, I, uh, morals and values and all that kind of stuff are great. But in terms of just pushing me a certain way, he's just content. I won't get in no trouble. I won't get in no trouble. He had to worry about that. My granddad was good to go. Mm-hmm. But sit here and try to say, hey, I want you to do this and do all He couldn't see me being a damn lawyer. He couldn't see no. it. No. I had book sense. That's the that, that's that's the term. You got you got book sense. You ain't got no common sense. What <laughs> <laughs> I heard that my Are whole you life. Me dumb? I, I heard that my the whole slot? life. That and that's kind of like sometimes people uh, Older people, I don't know if it was jealousy or whatever. Uh, sometimes, or throw that at you. Sometimes you're young, you're smart. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you got all the books and you ain't got no common sense. You're like, fuck, yeah. I got them both. Right. I don't know if it was like a deflection. You know, you get older, you look well, re- reflect back. Yeah. Well, Why the hell would you say that? Like, like my grandmother. <laughs> God bless her. So they ride rest dead because she didn't mean no harm. It's just how she was. And she used to always say just negative stuff like, with your ugly ass, or, you know what I'm saying? And, what was it? Uh, something like, if, you, if it was right in front of you, you trip over. So, you know, just hey. negative stuff all the time. But then at the same time, she would say, well, come over here and sit down with me and read these books. So, because I, you know, read to me for an hour, turn off TV. So that got me into reading. So it was kind of like certain things. She didn't really have no expectations of me. 
because I really think my grandma thought I was dumb. <laughs> but like, she really didn't have no expectations of me, but she did certain things to kind of help me. Like, mm-hmm. one summer she was like, well, no, this summer you're going to work and I'm going to make you paint the house and get the money. I'm going to pay you so you can get money for the school clothes. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that instilled a work ethic in me. You get what I'm saying? Because I knew when I finished this room, or when I, I, it was inside the house, by the way, when I finished this painting this room inside the house, she going to pay me. And yeah. she would pay me once I finished. Go to the next room, paint that room. She paid me once I finished. So every time I finished the room, she would pay me. Uh-huh. Then she would say, "Okay, I done paid you. How much money do you want? I would take what I want out, and she would take the rest and put it away." So yeah. at, at the end of at the end of summer, we went shopping, and she only did that one summer. The next summer, she ain't do shit. She's like, "Hell that!" <laughs> but I'm just saying, even though she cussed me out on the sly uh-huh. and talked crazy about me. She would do other stuff to kind of, you know what I'm saying, kind of yeah. offset. Because I think she really thought I was dumb, so she was trying to help me not be stupid, I guess. <laughs> I guess you would say. Now, you know what's funny with that jumping? No, I, I follow you all the way. It just seemed like now, we, we can look back at it. I don't know, something with my phone reset. Okay. Uh, we can laugh about it now and have these conversations. But, like, man, as far as sensitivity and just there was how direct. There was no, there was no. There was no but they would do like they would do certain things. There was like no, there was no hugging you. There was no come here, let me hug you. The only person who did that was like my grandmother, grandmother. But my great grandmother, she wasn't hugging nobody. She called you ugly as soon as she you walk in the door. Hey, ugly. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel like you coming, you walk in the house, you feel all spiffy and feeling right. good. You know, it's funny you say that, man. Um, and it's you know we having again just to change last host by your truly Deontay Burton. Tonight, show we're talking about what happens when, you, when your child doesn't follow your vision. I go back to my childhood, you've been asking these questions. I don't think the vast majority of my family, I mean, look at Poochie, I wasn't a bad kid, but just being smart, you smart, being got no common sense. And I just remember uh, my uncle James, uh, 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 James Otis Burton. We shout out Uncle Otis. Uncle Otis had his, uh, what last time I seen Uncle Otis? Well, last year, he had his uh, 80th birthday party. Mm-hmm. Real cool. I mean, that's my granddad's uh, brother. And, um, uh, Brilliant businessman. And uh, my uncle Otis, I was probably about 13, 14 years old. You know, granddaddy, like, yeah, you want to work, go call your uncle Otis. Mm-hmm. Otis, Otis a dog. I mean, you should ever see those. He owns the Burton Movers. You ever see them Burton Movers? That's him. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, uh, hard worker. He's still 80 years old, still move, folks. Rough hands. Oh, so shit. Hard. You know, you can't, you right. be kind of like this when you want to shake his hand. Because right. he squeezes your damn fingers, that kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, what the hell? But I mean, he's still 80, and 80, he's probably 81 now, but he's still moving, moving people. Right. For real. Because that moving, yeah. I mean, you got, he probably healthy. He probably real healthy. Man, shit. Think about living all that for, that's, he basically doing the gym all day. Hey, listen, I remember 13, 14 year old Poochie. I'm going to work with Uncle Otis. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I call him. It's probably about 4 in the morning. We get him. I mean, I had a couple, he picked me up about 4 in the morning. So we went, we did, uh, I never forget this damn day, man. <laughs> we uh, I'm sorry, trying to get Instagram back up. We went and uh, uh, did the moving right, and I called and Uncle Otis came, picked me up. Then we went straight to it and everything. Y'all been with me? I'm trying to get Instagram back up. Phone just reset for no reason. Mm. But anyway, we got we uh, moved somebody. Done. It was about four in the morning. It's about eight. Thing is cool. Mm-hmm. We go move somebody else. 
shit. <laughs> it's about damn 11 o'clock in the morning. Right. And then we go cut two or three yards. <laughs> this all in yeah. a, a four, I'm, I'm five hour period. We driving. Uh-huh. And this man is like this. Driving. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, boy. What? Guy, he had a real. He got a real soft. Hey, boy. What color that light is? <laughs> Why <While> we driving? <laughs> hey. Right. We move. We moved them so like by one o'clock we got through. We went and did some uh some some, janitor, some two or three janitorial jobs. Jesus. Cleaned up. Listen, man, lad, this I ain't making this shit up now. <laughs> went back to his house. Right. His big nice house. Uh huh. Cut, trimmed, did all this kind of stuff. And then went to another damn building. And damn wax, stripping wax the flows. What? Got home by nine o'clock. Uh huh. Whoa out. I never forget. I was sitting on the sofa. I couldn't really feel my body. You know what my uncle did, man. He was talking to my granddaddy. He said, WC, let me ask you a question. I said, What's up? He said, What? He said, Is Pookie slow? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sitting on the sofa right by him. I couldn't move. Is Pookie slow? He's slow. I be talking to him. Is Pookie slow? Call me Pookie. Is Pookie, they Pookie, always think we were slow. Is Pookie slow? My grandma like, hell no, he's slow. That motherfucker just sorry. Right. That was my granny. And I'm sitting here like, ain't nobody just respecting them. I'm there. Yeah, because I, I think Pookie's slow. You might want to give him a check. Wow. You know, wow. look here, Pookie. You know, he can pull over in his pocket, give me $50. For the day. For the day. <laughs> but shout out to Uncle Olsen. You sent me to college. That shit that had me, I and that didn't stop me from grinding. Right. I read every fast food on Bankhead growing up, did all that stuff with the military. But it taught you about working. Oh, though. shit taught me about working, taught me about most importantly what the hell I didn't want to be doing. Right. And oh <laughs> that right. Was, exactly. That shit, that shit exactly. But I just remember that and just going back to the expectations that people can have. Uh-huh. I just think as long as you was a good kid with that. And so with my children, I always try to sit here and just say, Hey man, wanna do these certain things and you try not to get too Enamorated uh-huh. with what you have a vision for, but you also trying to provide uh-huh. things, and I and I think this kind of was, and and I've seen, I've experienced with myself, I've seen with other parents, like you just said, sitting in military school, they go do their own damn thing, right? And you be sitting there like, shit, MF, I could have saved that money, and I mean, I could have put you on no smoother path a if smoother I tried, path and did more stuff for me, right? That be the thing. I'm telling you, that's what be hitting me now. Like, I did not have to do that. I right. could have just did that. That was your choice. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that was your choice. <laughs> you know, and like I said again, my even with my kids now, I still one thing I always tell my kids. You know, my my boy, uh, my boy Carl Anderson. He put this in my head, and I was, you know, and, and, and I stole it from him, man. You know, give you that first quarter. Mm-hmm. Give me that first twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Give me that first twenty-five. I ain't going to dictate you, mm-hmm. but just kind of roll with me. Right. You know, I would push that to my kids. I said, man, just trust me. Right. I got you this far. Right. Just trust me. You might not like what I say. I ain't always like what you say, but just trust me. Give, give me a 25. I'm, I'm going to listen to what you got to say. Right. And we're not going to not do what you don't want to do, but we need to have a whole dialogue in the reason why we want to do that. Right. And uh, I'm very big on that. I'm not, I hear a lot of times hear parents say, and again, I'm not saying what's right or wrong. 
Well, we, we, we've, we've talked about it too, Lab, you know, parents, but they didn't want to do it. Well, how the hell they know what the hell they want to do? Right. You know, 90% of the stuff the kids decide to do, they're going off emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, I had an issue, and I ain't put my business out there. Me and my uh, my third son, Chris, we just bumping heads, but stuff he wanted to do. But I know how he's temperamental. Mm -hmm. You got a rough day at practice. Now you don't want to do this, and you don't want to do that. Now, you know, they hear some people say, well, man, maybe you don't want to do it. Ah, oh, damn that. Right. Because if the stuff don't work, I'm not going back later to fix it. Right. And far too often, I do think we give kids too many decisions. We give them, do we give them a pass? You think we give them a pass too much? We Instead of making them go ahead and do it, we just go, okay. Yeah. Don't and, worry about it. And, and, and that would be totally different if you don't try to do the corrective. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have you stop doing this now, and then two or three years later, now we're going to try to pick it back up. Right. Oh, hell no. Right. We're going to stop. We're going to stop. That's it. We're not going to try to get no feelers <laughs> and do that. There's no, no, no nah, rewind on nah. this. If I'm going to be in charge of it, we're going to do what the hell I say do. Right. And if it don't work, whatever. Because I'm from the school of thought, and again, people feel how they want to feel. I ain't really got an ear for people telling me, you know, what well, they don't want to do this, they don't want to do that. Who the hell is doing what the hell they want to do? Right. Who the hell? You know, and, and you hear an adult, you know, you know, saying stuff like, man, uh, 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 I didn't really want to do that. I ain't feeling it. You know, they might not be feeling it. You're not doing what the hell you want to do in life. How the hell are you going to say a kid right. know what they want to do? Right. You know, how many adults are really walking around here right now doing what they want to do? Doing what they want to do. And I can say this. I can say this right now in my life. Yeah, I'm doing what the hell I want to do. I love getting up in the morning. I love being an entrepreneur. But I did so much, much BS to get here. Right. I did so much BS, and I still do BS because there's other places I still want to go and achieve. Mm -hmm. And I still do, like, man, I don't feel like doing this, but I know the big picture-wise. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I can look at that with myself. Right. You know, even with, sometimes even with the YouTube channels, I'm a, I love helping businesses. I love helping people grow. The video, the, the channel going crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm making all these videos on grants. Right. I love helping you guys, but, hell, I don't want to always talk about grants. I want to talk about something else. But grants paying the bills. Right. You think I'm going to argue with that? They're they bringing in what they, they You know, it's paying the bacon. Right. So what I'm going to do, just, you know, I'm going to have a pro silent protest. Right. Now I don't do this. You know, it's not about what you want to do. It's what you got to do. And, yeah. and when I hear people sometimes say they don't want to do this, that's not what they want to do in life, you know, as far as your children, I ain't trying to hear that. Now, son, if you're going to take care of yourself, I got you. Do what you want to do. I ain't going to tell no man. If you big enough to say, okay, not just say you big enough to do it. You know, because I can say this, too. My two older boys, they ain't in my pocket. Right. They ain't in my pocket. They ain't in my pocket. I, I, I can honestly say that. I can honestly say it. But I understand when you make the moves like that and say the words like that, you got to stay that way. Mm -hmm. got to stay that way. I can honestly say, man, my kids don't, you know, and they, you know, maybe I raise them like that. I always say, you know, don't make me plan B or C. Right. Or D or E, <laughs> you know. But... I always say sometimes we make things a little too easy for our children. Yeah. Because what you you don't mind helping that 25, 26-year-old, but you don't want to be taking care of no damn 30-year-old. Right. And your damn sure won't be sitting there raising their damn children. Mm hmm You know, you mind, you know, cool, come spend the night with Papa and all that kind of stuff. But you going home tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shit. Oh, shit, man, no way in the hell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, I be, hey, man, my But kids, at the same time, uh -huh. as we was growing up, we need to be glad our grandparents did take us on their wing. You get what I'm saying? Because we could be worse off. 
I know I'm glad my grandmama tried to do what she could to help me out. Well, was it an option? Let's put it this way. My grandmother was the type, if I if, if I come over there and I and I stay, I can stay. But if my mama come to get me, she not going to stop me from getting me. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a, I needed to be over there ever, but my mama used to always come get me mm-hmm. and take me back where she was. The the thing of it is, I think you have you know you have situations that's gonna override mm-hmm. your rules. Mm-hmm. You just hope you don't have to get in them damn situations. Right. But for the most part, you know, I don't want to be a comfortable option. Right. And those are the kind of things where we we sit here and try to get the kids on a certain path to be a certain way and do certain things, and we just don't know if they're gonna stick on that certain path or stay that particular way. We just don't know. We they hope they do. Individuals, see, that's what we re- we don't realize. A lot of us parents, eventually, they're gonna be their own individual. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're gonna be their own person. They're gonna think they like you said. They don't think their own way. And what we may think not a good move, they might think it's excellent. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know what? I don't think I don't think nothing wrong with a, with a, with a, with a young man or a young lady growing up, and you know, feel okay. I'm grown. I'm doing this, but you got to keep that energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, you grown. Take care of yourself. Right. You can't be grown because you want to make this decision, right? But then come back for your parent to fix it, right? And that's the kind of thing about it, because you know, again, you know, you, I've been called a control freak, or I want to do this, that, and that. And it's not an issue, you know. I, I am a structured person. I like, you know, being controlled, but it's more so to protect myself, right? Because I know what I can and can't do. Mm-hmm. So this is the way we're gonna move. Now, if you want to do something, you know, outside of that, that's on you. You take care of it, right? You take care of it. That's like you. I say, you're going to be grown. Be grown 100%. All the way. <laughs> yeah, don't be grown 70%, Don't be grown a little bit. No. Be grown all the way. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and I don't waver on it. I, I think that's good. I think that's good. A lot, of, a lot of parents do waver, though. But I think that's a good thing because we, as parents, we have so many dreams and hopes for our children. We always want our children to have more than we had. That's just, mm-hmm. it's just automatic. And we always want their future to be brighter than we see ours as being. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so sometimes we put a lot of pressure on them to do things better. or to, uh, And then that pressure becomes a problem because they may have an idea of what they want to do, but they don't want to present it to you because they already see how your eyes light up about things you want them to do. Yeah. So then that's when the slippery slope starts. You start butting heads with them because they might want to try this. And instead of just having a conversation with you and say, well, you know, Dad, I want to try this, but I'm going to keep doing this, but I want to try this too. What you think about that? And y'all come to a consensus together. Mm-hmm. They just say, hell, what you want to do? I'm going to do this. And then you feel like, well, dang, you know what I'm saying? I didn't got you this far. Yeah. So it, it becomes a, it becomes a. Like contentious. A contentious. It becomes a catch-22 because they want to do something else, but they scared to tell you about it because they see how what you want them to do. So they, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of funny. It's, it's real. It's real. You know, you know, it's funny you you bring it up because I've had that with all my kids, and the rule, the way I always got go about it is, I tell my kids, look, we made decisions on rationale. Mm-hmm. You know, like you feel, you think, you you whatever. We really can't go too tough on that. We start, you know, we again, we ain't talking about what's for dinner. Right. We talking about okay, what you gonna do as far as you go to school? You gonna get a job? You gonna do da 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 serious mm-hmm. stuff. And I always, what I try to get, what I want to hear my kids say things that I know what they actually thought. Right. Well, okay, if I do this, this won't work or this, that, that, so I might try 
Like, okay, I know I know the Joker gave it some kind of thought. Right. When I just don't want to. So if that don't work, what you gonna do? Well, I can go do this. You ain't show me you got a capacity to do certain things right. for your damn self. So you doing what you don't want to do. If it don't work, I gotta pay for the No. I got to cover the mistake. No. Right. You turn around and tell me, hey, I don't wanna do this, I'll pay for this and I'll do that and that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Not you made decisions for me to facilitate. Mm-hmm. Oh hell no. We don't no, no. We're not, we not going down that path. No. Right. No. I done heard that plenty of times. Uh. Well, you can get me to do this, or I can stop doing this and I can get some trainers or I can do this and that. Oh damn, okay. Well who gonna pay for the trainers? You. <laughs> well, who the hell gonna take it out? You. No. What the hell going on? What, what if I want to do something else? Man, what's happening? I'm just sitting there like, Lord, what's going on, everybody on Instagram? Hey, how you doing? The a, a lot of times, our children, and I and I hate to say it, and people might agree, our children don't see us as our own selves, as an individual that has a life and might want that has stuff that we want to do. They see us as their parent, the person who's always taking care of it, the person who's always been there when something went wrong. The person who's always made sure that they were good. They don't see us as anything else. So a lot of times when they want to plan stuff and do other things, they haven't thought out the part because you are always in the equation. The parent is always in the equation of what comes next. You say they don't see us. I say they don't even give a damn. <laughs> well, I'm trying to put it Jeez. nice, but Jesus. Man, the kids don't give a damn. Right. They don't give a damn about the parent got to sacrifice. They don't give a damn about that stuff, man. And we sacrifice a lot. Man, like I said, your time, your money, your dreams, all mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And whatever they do or whatever they did do, it don't work. They got the choice to kind of bounce, 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 mm-hmm. bounce. Man, I don't even play that stuff. Right. I don't even play it. I don't right. even play it. I've learned that over the years. Like, look, man, it's your bed. You lay in it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Make you up when you get this, out of This is my plan. Mm-hmm. I can keep this and facilitate this on my plan. Right. You know, you got any suggestions? We can talk. But I don't want to do that. That's cool. But that's what you got to live with. You're right. And I, w- I think my kids will tell you that's strictly how their dad is. The, 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 uh, the faucet tap stops running yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 there's no doubt in my mind. Right. My kids will tell you, yeah, that's how dad is. Right. Because I can't, I know what I can and can't do. I know what I can and can't afford. Mm-hmm. And I know what I'm not going to compromise on. And I think about that a lot of times with me personally, just because plus you start to me you have more than one child. Mm-hmm. And you can't you gotta be kinda consistent because again, you'll be all over the place. Well you did it with such and such. You did this and yeah, did that, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Now I don't have a daughter and I can see if I had a daughter I'd probably be some a little bit more accommodating mm-hmm. if I had a daughter and I probably punch my son in the nose, they sit there and try to compare themselves to their sister. But right. um uh, I, I I just think far too often we um we let our kids dictate us mm-hmm. more than we try to because do the dictate. Because we don't want, we don't, I don't know if we don't want to want to hurt their feelings or we don't want them to feel like they, uh, we don't want them to feel like, I don't, we do it for a reason. I'm trying to think of what the reason is I, I had before you said that. We scared. We scared they're going to be homeless. Uh, we scared yeah, they're going to fail. Yeah, yeah, we scared yeah. that I was going to say, we scared of them, we scared of them failing. We scared of them. That's that everything. Let me put it to you like this. If your child could fail and there were no negative consequences to have you worrying, you wouldn't give a damn. I wouldn't give a damn they failed. You wouldn't give a damn. 
But you worrying about uh 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 um uh, if your kid, you know, gonna have something negative happen to them, and if they gonna be homeless, right. if they gonna get hurt, if right. they gonna, I don't want to put them out because they might can't survive on their own, mm-hmm. or they don't do this no tr- shit. Not me. Right. Not me. I, I'm telling you, two weeks, two weeks because. <laughs> but, but, I mean, uh, check this out, lab. I ain't flexing. Right. You know, chutty chut. <laughs> uh, Chief Erg, right, right, right. Christopher, Chubby Chris, whatever, all of them, hit them up, they hit them up. They, they, she hit them up, <laughs> hit them up, hit them, hit them up now on social media. Hit them up. <laughs> shit, two weeks. Cause that's how. And I say this to say, not that I throw them out. Let me, let me say this. I feel like I prepped them enough. Right. Now that don't mean I'm perfect, Daddy. Right. That don't mean I did anything. But I feel like I, I kind of raised them to. Want to get the hell out of my house. Mm-hmm. We ain't beating on them and nothing like that, but I kind of prep them to get out of my Now, did I cover everything that I needed to? Did I have some missed things and shortcomings here and there? Absolutely. Right. You know, uh, but, uh, and the only reason, the main reason I've been that way is uh, I look at things as a chain. Mm-hmm. I don't give the younger one the attention, not intentionally, that I should, about the, 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 that, that they probably all the way need. Because it's kind of like the one getting out of the house get a little more focused. Mm-hmm. He gone. Next one, he gone. Mm-hmm. Next one, he gone. The next, and I kind of look at it like that because you can't be a hundred percent focused on four different people. Right, that's true. Okay, so this one right here, I got to get them on, get them ready, get them out. Bam, get this one here, and I try to kind of teach them to oldest you lead mm-hmm. this, that, and that. Focus, get out. Focus, get out. Focus, get out. And you still maybe got a hundred percent. You know, you know. Uh, uh, 80% in this one, 10, 10, 10, you know what I'm saying? Go from mm-hmm. there. I know my math is off, but you kind of right. going from that next one up. But now, nah, man, now, nah, I, I mean, I, I, how do you navigate that when you only have one child, though? Shit, that's easy. That's easier. That's easy as hell. Okay. Shit, that's easy. That's easy as hell. I I, I, I can't see how the hell they go off with that one. <laughs> I can't even say how the hell you go off with that one. That, that, yeah, okay. The problem going to come up as a parent is when you compromise. Mm. You compromise. You can't compromise. Shit, you can't compromise. You got to stick to your guns. You got to stick to your guns. Yeah. I, I had an incident with one of my kids the other week. I don't want to talk to one of my buddies. Well, man, what if they don't like it? What the hell if they don't damn like it? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> hey, man, I ain't, like I said, I ain't Cliff Huxtable. Mm-hmm. But I know this done work for two. Shit, come here. And I don't be sitting there pushing. All of them got to be the athlete. I don't got to do this. But I am pushing like, hey, man, you got to get the hell on when you graduate. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to. <laughs> and I'm not so hell being my kids in school. They got to right. stay here and everything like that. But damn, they want you to get the hell on. Right. Daddy wants to chill. My, it, I've made it known. My baby boy, 10. Mm-hmm. Eight years. I'm retiring. Right. I'm retiring. I mean, I'm really going to be on some straight. I don't even know if I need a Winnebago, but I'm chilling. <laughs> when my when my baby mm-hmm. got eight years, kids can take over the business. I'm gonna sell it. I mean, I'm chilling, man. Right. I'm chilling. I might give me a hut somewhere, <laughs> give me a little canoe or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm partying, man. Right. I'm partying, man. Eight years, everybody. I've said it over and over again. Mm-hmm. I don't bust my tail, my baby. He gonna have three grown brothers. Mm-hmm. Shit, y'all figure it out. I don't get yeah, <laughs> but no, I mean, father and baby, I, I, I feel like I had everybody on track. Right, but shit, I ain't dealing with nobody. Mm. 
Mm. I ain't dealing with nobody. Well. You know, I'll be 50 some years old. Man, I might, man, shoot. <laughs> man, I'm smiling to think about that. Hurry up, Willie. Laying on the beach, <laughs> drinking some coke out of coconut and juice. Got drinking me some monkey shoulder. Yeah, yeah, some more, some more monkey shoulder. <laughs> monkey shoulder scotch. Some grass skirts shaking in front of me. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, they say God is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, man. But, uh, uh, but when things don't go that way, it hurts you. Mm-hmm. It hurts you because it hurts you because you probably see things that you probably felt your child was capable of. They didn't achieve. Mm-hmm. You question yourself. What did you miss out on? What did you make a mistake at? What did you kind of have a setback at? Was I too lean? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Um. But it's a toss-up, though. Mm-hmm. Like I said, man, I would never. I'm a self-driven ass person. It wasn't nothing that still with me. I'm just being real. To be that way, mm-hmm. I had a good work ethic with working. Mm-hmm. But just trying to do this, that I ain't never. I, I I didn't have. I can't sit here and tell you. I had that in front of me. That's just me being me. But I think. I, I think. The thing we forget is that each individual is their own person. Think about us when we were young. We could have been. Doing what everybody else did, we could have sold drugs, did whatever, whatever, but we chose to be do something different. That's because we were our own individual person. We was like, yeah, I could do that shit, but why? You know what I'm yeah. saying? What for what? You, you know what's funny with that? You know, God rest his soul, my cousin Eric. My cousin never had a job. A little dope here and there work. I ain't judge him. He ain't right. judge me. But one thing about it, I can always say about him, God rest his soul, was, and this is probably one of the things I think a lot of people miss out on, everybody don't want to live with the consequences with the decision they make. Right. You know, kid decide, I don't want to go to school. I want to do this. I want to do that. Get it. But are you okay with the consequences that come with that? Mm-hmm. Are you okay with that? Right. And, we, you know, we can maybe go to the extreme of selling drugs, but just say, okay, I don't want to go get this training. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this internship is not going to pay me no money right. and I got to do this BS for about a year or so, but I'm set. Mm-hmm. I got, I got these certifications, but they didn't get, they gave me crumbs or whatever. And a lot of people, people don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And they'll blame, well, the man, they do crazy, man. They wanted me to not work in that. But if you'd have worked with that man for a year or so, the skill set you would have got would have had you set for life. Right. But they'll say, okay, focus more on what the man did or they said, and I'm fucking yeah. crazy. And they never just want to have, accountability with themselves and there'll be a lot of time people when, when things don't work the way they want to work in life they 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 find a way to blame everybody but themselves mm-hmm. that's one thing my cousin he never he, he never was always waiting for man i don't want to do that and he took what came along right. with it <laughs> he took he was never like that pooch ain't with all that stuff and, huh. and he never he never uh never said well, it's somebody else's fault yeah never said nobody else's fault he right. just found a way to navigate with what he had mm-hmm. you know and i just think a lot of time people um they did the, you know the video had the video about uh the ex-felons mm-hmm. you know man 90 percent of the guys been hey man thanks appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it i had a sister she went ballistic yesterday she was like this is some bs you ain't put no information. This is these. What she said? These are clinical studies. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't trying to help nobody. She posted that on my face, on my YouTube mm-hmm. uh, comments. Then went back on the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the video and everything. And the woman just said she did nineteen straight years. Mm-hmm. Now again, 
for her to do 19 years, she probably did something that probably some 19 straight years stuff. Mm-hmm. So again, you come out, you can't be shocked. Folks don't want to give you a chance. Mm-hmm. And so I say all that to say, you can't get upset. Like I'm talking, about, I'm putting a video out here just for the, hey, give guys assistance. Mm-hmm. But spend less time focused on what folks ain't doing for you and spend more time what you can do for yourself. Right. You know, right. because you get people that come out of prison focused on, look, man, let me go, you know, me I ain't doing that more. Let me get on the right track and, and, and have very successful. successful. Exactly. Afterwards. And you get some with that victim and stuff. Because I done seen it before. Just, hey, nobody won't give me a chance. I paid my debt to society. I get it. Totally understand it. But you got to understand, you can do everything the right way. Be square Joe. Mm-hmm. And still don't get chances. Exactly. But you put a scar on yourself. That's even worse. It's just going to be that way. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. That don't mean don't try. That just means going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just, you know, you can't you can't, you can't dwell on that. Why? Why focus on what you can't do and all that? Now, that's one of the things even when we talk about a lot about even with business. Stop focusing on who, who don't want to buy your stuff. Just focus on who, who wants your stuff. Who's going to buy it. Yeah. And I think that's one thing a lot of kids, a lot of kids miss. Like, well, these folks don't want to do this, want to do that. And you're like, look, man, this is the path. Because the thing about it, and I'm a firm believer in this, I share this with young people, share this with children. You might share this with adults, too. The path for your success it's probably gonna be an uncomfortable path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's easy for, if it's easy to be successful, everybody walk around and be successful. That's right. You know, so you have to be. If you got four paths to get something accomplished, and three of them are a little relatively easy, but those three are probably gonna have situations where you gotta start back over, mm-hmm. go back and fix something. You know, you forgot something, you gotta go this, that, and that. And the fourth one is extremely difficult. But once you went through that fourth path. Everything's set. Mm-hmm. You got to worry about this, that, and that. You know what I'm saying? People choose the other three mm-hmm. because they're less difficult. Yeah. And because you didn't choose this, it and you tell you longer. that, you, you know, it might, it's going to take you longer. It's going to be more uncomfortable. It's going to be BS and all that. But once you got it, you got it. Right. And people don't want to do that. Because I say all the time, Lab, I think the vast majority of people walking around this earth want to work. They're good people. Want to take care of their family, whatever. The thing that kind of deviates is that when people want to do things or have their aspirations in life, uh, they want to be there. Mm-hmm. They don't want to do the BS to get there. Right. They just want to automatically pop up there. Exactly. exactly. A lot of people don't see the the pothole road that you got to take to get there. All, all of us, all of us, I'm, we all guilty of it. All we see is the end result. We never see the process. Absolutely. We never see the process. We always see the end result. We never see what it took to get to where it is and how long it took to get. All we see is the end result. So it may have took him 30 years to get to where he at, but all we see is where he at. Yeah. There's a lot of folks. We don't see the the, the repossession home and car and living out the car and eating cheese sandwiches and and what, like you say, Elon Musk, like just cold all day. (laughs) I mean – we see the end result. His $192 billion. We see that result. I, I just remember doing all that, that stuff going down to AOK and mm-hmm. doing the, the tax thing and, man, just working a damn straight chitlin' circuit, going to all them libraries for free, tax stuff. You know, you talking to people. They talking while you talking. Mm-hmm. You all prepared and going through all that. And that would have broken so many people. And, hell, it broke me a couple times. Right. But the thing of it is, it's just that people just don't want to go through the BS. 
Yeah. You know, and and that is one of the shows we got coming up is where we ask that question. Where I always bring up, do you want to you want to have your own business, or do you want a job that's gonna pay you more money? Right. And that's the thing about a lot of time with with our children, they want to do stuff, but they don't want to do stuff that's it requires mm-hmm. to get there. And with the parents, we lay out a blueprint for them a lot of times, and sometimes we let them deviate from it. Sometimes they go and do their own damn thing. Mm-hmm. And I just think the vast majority of them can't live with the decisions they've made that when things don't work. Right. And it's stressful. It's stressful, man, because, again, nobody wants to see their child suffer. Right. Uh, nobody want to help a damn person that can't get on their damn feet. They ain't really trying to help themselves. Right. You don't mind helping nobody that's, that's really trying. Right. But if your kid feel like you this damn eternal safety net, they keep coming to you every time. You're right. like, mm, I don't know if I want to deal with it. Right. And I think that's one of the funny things with that. So a lot of times we try to avoid probably trying to correct certain behaviors. Right. You know? And I think as far as this show topic is, you know, what what if your kids don't follow your vision is, there's really no no right or wrong answer to it. Each, Like we say, each individual child is their own person. Once they get to that certain stage, and you have to decide. This is the parent's decision, to be honest with you, Fuji. I believe I'm going to solve the problem for it. When they don't want to do your vision, that's fine. But it's your decision if you want to step away from it or decide to help them down the vision that they see. That's your decision. Like you say, you that you decide to do that. If you don't want to deal with that, that decision that they're making and getting off the path you have and they're doing their own path, that's when you have to say, I'm going to step away and let them do their own thing. But you, but you as the parent, has to step away, one hundred percent, and let them see, let them do their thing. Okay, great point. But where would you be at with the child? Because see, that's the, the the thing with that is as far as relationship. Well, no, no. Like, is there an age you say, okay, cool, or at any time? Could you let a a twelve year old do that? No. Is that a fourteen year old? No. It's got to be of age like eighteen to twenty one. Okay. I got you. That's uh, fair the, enough. The age, which you know, what I'm saying, twelve year olds ain't making no decisions. Yeah. Nah. And that's kind of I don't like to say. Yeah. You would mind if I say like, especially when you grown. You uh, grown. We talking about we talking about age where, when when you make that decision, you can let the door knob hit you. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Where the good life. But you ain't for to be eleven making decisions, but going upstairs flicking on the lights and playing and playing the video game we purchased. <laughs> you have no idea how many times I got called from parents and mm-hmm. such and such say they don't want to play and such and such. What the hell you mean they want to play? They want to play. They right. don't want to practice. Right. They want to play. Right. Because they, they friends practice. out there. Everybody want to go out there and play basketball, play football in a game with equipment. Mm-hmm. Nobody want to go out there practicing that sun. Right. So that's the kind of thing, like, but 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 they give them the option. Mm-hmm. Parent be all into it. Why the parent don't want to be out there in that sun waiting while the kid practice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> but that you'll be a time. But now you don't sit here, your kid ain't been doing that two or three years. Mm-hmm. They done got all old chunky and everything. <laughs> They can't, slower. they can't do nothing be a third degree master in Fortnite. <laughs> there we are. Shit, there we are. And so <laughs> one of the little funny things and stuff like that. It's real funky, uh real funky subject with that in there. But uh I just think that um I don't know if it's a if it's a exact way you can go about it, but I always say with parents, man, knowing your heart that you did the right thing, uh, and try to push Mm-hmm. Your kids, they always say, just know how to make decisions. That's uh, it. Learn how to gather information, process it, and then from that point, make a decision from there. Because I think that's one of the biggest things. 
Anybody had any comments over there? Nope. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, we'll get ready to wrap up with everything. But I hope, every, you know, we had a good discussion and everybody enjoyed the discussion tonight in regards to what when your kids lose your vision. I just want to put a personal challenge to parents. Um, don't get too stressed out and be realistic. Just knowing what we said before, that your child has their own mind. They're going to make their own decisions. Don't compromise. Don't give in. Let them do how they own damn way if you know something you got a damn fix. Right. You know? And uh, uh, talk to your friends. Don't necessarily base your decision on what your friends say, but just gather different options, gather other things, and go from there. And, and uh, uh, but knowing your heart was what's best. But don't compromise. When I mean compromise, you know you're doing what a kid doing. And you're like, nah, this ain't really the best thing for them to do. They speaking from a little child standpoint. Right. But I gotta fix the decision later. Nah. 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 We ain't even finna do that. Like I said, <laughs> I ain't saying my way the only way, but my way don't work for me. Right. And uh. Uh, I, I'm real big on listening to my kids. I don't want to be this uh, uh, dominant figure with them. But again, like, look, man, I ain't finna be sitting here <laughs> facilitating like all your damn bright damn ideas. So right. <laughs> just want to kind of just, you know, give each parent out there some kind of encouragement. You know, you want to do that. So uh, best of luck and everything. And I appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Tonight, again, this will change a lot. Hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird. Tonight, we discuss. Well, what to do when uh, your kids uh, don't follow your vision. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you guys still follow us on Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube on the Change Your Life. Hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. We got probably what? Shit, I think over two, well over 200 videos, 200 videos on Change Your Lives. Yeah, yeah, just, just, just a lot of great information. So, guys, make sure you go back in the archives and check out some of the videos. Also, check me out on my other YouTube channel, uh, uh, Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. A lot of great information regarding small businesses, grants, small business loans, uh, uh, different things we may consult about, especially like the business process and stuff. All that great information is there. But uh, as always, man, thank you guys so much. Thanks for the love and support. Appreciate you guys helping me get 3,000 subscribers on Mr. Short Dollar again. Uh, see you guys next week. Love you and be safe.